Part 9. I shook my head. No, I was the monster. Eric couldn't be. There was no way. It didn't add up. He was too kind, too selfless. He was my little brother. Please, Matthew. I winced. My mother's voice nearly as shrill as the shrieks erupting from within the cave. My wrist was still in agony, and my head still swam with old, unbidden memories. Grandma's needle of medicine. Her calm voice telling me to recite the words. Wait, what words? Why? Focus, damn it! You're not the monster, I told Eric through gritted teeth. I am. I shoved my hand in my pocket and thrust the page to his chest. He took it gingerly while I did my grounding exercises, focusing on my breath, my sense of feeling, my sense of hearing. I needed to return to this moment. I needed to break free of my mother's voice, of old memories scraping at the edge of my mind. We weren't safe. We needed to act. Eric tore the piece of paper in half, throwing it to the ground. What are you doing? I said, feeling myself recenter. You didn't even read it. I don't need to, he said, shaking his head. I believe you. You believe me? Great. I was happy we were rebounding on a sense of brotherly trust. But the situation seemed a little extreme to stop and smell the roses. Just know we're into this to The entire cave shook. It sounded like something heavy smashed in one of the walls. The tables rattled. Dirt fell from the jagged ceiling, and a low pain groan wound its way through the cavern. The man, Eric breathed. He went to head off the beast. Seemed like it. At least now we knew where we stood with him. If we managed to survive this, it's Nolan, Eric. It's gotta be. How can you be sure? I grimaced, the last remnants of my mental war fading to ash in my mind. Because I read the damn page tore up. Now, I said, looking around in desperation. We need something to help us fight that thing. I think Nolan's gonna re-need all the help he can get. But the lab was just that, a lab, and a crude one at that. It looked like a cross between a cult's conference room with its various tables and strange pagan symbols on all, every wall and book, and a research facility, and its more beakers and embellics. I didn't see a single weapon, or even anything close to it. I tore across the room, flinging open cabinets, scanning shadowy corners, and upending desk drawers. Nothing. How the fuck? I shouted, gasping the edge of the table. Do you live in the woods making monsters, and not keep a damn shotgun to defend yourself? Eric was at a loss for words. He kept looking from me to the swinging metal gate, panic lacing his features. That was fine. I knew Eric wasn't the action type. He'd done his job well enough anyway. Now it was time for me to do mine. A monstrous scream rang out from the cavern, and then Nolan exploded through the metal gate. His massive wolf body skidded to a halt in the center of the room, coming to a stop against a sturdy table leg. He wasn't moving. The gate screeched into his death throes, swinging from a single hinge. We were out of time. Eric, I said. Get under the table, now! He shook his head, grabbing a scalpel from one of the drawers. No way, you're not facing this thing alone. Fucking hell, I thought. What was it with younger brothers and always needed to prove how grown up they were? How mature, I spat, really wishing I hadn't quit smoking. Cigarettes always helped me think. Footsteps rumbled in the darkness, nearer and nearer. I stood in the center of the room, framed my candlelight, and then I realized what a fool I was. The candles, I said, rushing to the nearest one. Eric's eyes lit up. Of course! We dashed about, extinguishing the candles in quick succession. When we'd finished, we both tucked ourselves beneath the table, waiting silently for the beast to enter. Each of its footsteps was like a small earthquake, deep and full. The creature's weight echoed through the cave, and then I heard the sound of groaning metal, followed by what sounded like bolts being torn from their anchorage. The table beside us burst into splinters, followed by a deafening clang as the steel gate crashed against the cavern wall. I clapped a hand to Eric's mouth, 
making sure he didn't utter a word. The truth was, I didn't remember a thing about the beast, only that it had come for us the night we'd seen the man, 12 years ago. I didn't know what it looked like, what its capabilities were. I just prayed it couldn't smell us. Another set of footfalls rumbled, slow, powerful, heavy. Sweat beaded from my forehead, and I swallowed, doing my best not to move or so much as twitch. Being so deep underground, there was no adjusting our eyes to the darkness. I couldn't see a damn thing. I only heard it. The beast's massive, huffing breaths, its low growls. I could hear it in the room now, stalking along the tables, searching. Our only option was to wait. Maybe we could slip by while it was looking for us, make for the exit. Thoom, thoom. Each footfall caused our table to rattle, and all those around us. Not far from us, a beaker crashed to the floor, then my entire body froze. Still so frightened, boys, the beast said, its voice raspy, unnatural. I'd have thought you felt confident at your last performance. The table next to us, where the beaker had fallen, exploded. Its wood fragments raining down atop our own with sharp, sharp thuds. I slammed my eyes shut, waiting for death. But it never came. Instead, the creature's great footsteps moved toward the other end of the lab, still speaking. Why could it speak, but not Nolan? A question better suited for Eric. But now wasn't the time. I have to say, Maddie, the beast said, making my heart skip a beat. Then I'm impressed. I never thought you had it in you. Its voice gleamed with malice. I felt Eric's ship beside me, and I knew he was as confused as I was. Had the beast seen me murder Jake? It didn't matter. We weren't having a conversation. We needed to get out of here. Now that the monster was on the other side of the room, I nudged Eric, and began quietly slinking from beneath the table. He followed my lead. When you brought the rock down on my head, I was surprised. I froze. My body halfway out from beneath the table. Had he just said, But then you brought it down again, and again. You bashed my fucking brains to mush. The beast chuckled, its laugh inhuman, horrible. I actually thought you might have killed me. This wasn't possible. Jake was dead. His damn eyeballs weren't even in his sockets by the time I'd finished. I let it on an exhale, as calmly as I could, and then pulled myself from the table and rose to the field of pitch blackness next to me. I faintly heard Eric doing the same. Keep monologuing, you asshole, I thought. Your loud as fuck voice makes great cover. Another snap of wood rang out, followed by the sound of splinters falling to the cavern floor. He was destroying every table in the room. And you, Eric, Jake said, causing Eric to pause next to me. I'm surprised you let Matt lose control like that. I'd have thought after your own experiences and such that you'd be much quicker to step in. I tugged at Eric's arm indicating we needed to move. We needed to get the hell out of here, storm or not. I trusted my chances in the rain better than my chances with Jake. Eric resisted at first, his damn curiosity getting the better of him. But after a few moments, he relented. We both snuck along the opposite wall of the beast toward the exit. I was hoping I wouldn't have to kill you until after you turned, Jake continued, destroying another table with a grunt. The truth is, you're needed for the summoning. Always have been. Keep moving, damn it. I gently pushed along Eric. But I think I can make do with a stray hiker. Maybe an old friend from town. Hell, maybe your dear father. He's likely to put up a fight. But turning him would be satisfying. Lord knows the jackass deserves it. A little further, I could feel the wall curving toward the exit passage, where the detached gate would be waiting for us. Nearly there. Something smashed against the wall beside us. A chair? Footsteps thundered, then silenced. I fell on my ass. Ears ringing as something jumped in front of us, 
as he jumped in front of us. Jake let out a howling shriek of a laugh. Oh, boys, boys, boys. You actually thought I didn't know exactly where you were this whole time? His voice turned guttural, menacing. How do you think I found my way through the damn cave? A hand, five times larger than Nolan's, picked me up and I felt mad and rough furs scratched at my skin. Maddie, I always figured you were the lost cause, but after that last display, murdering your own uncle? I'm surprised you're not welcoming this opportunity to become greater. I kicked and punched the beast's hands, so large it fit nearly around my torso. Fuck you, asshole, I shouted, as if I'd never want to turn into a monster. Another ear-splitting, horrible laugh. Was this really my uncle? Strangely, Eric, Jake said, and I became aware of the fact that he probably had him in the opposite grip. I didn't think I'd take any convincing for you at all, or are you still pretending you didn't murder my sister? No, no way. Don't listen to him, Eric, I screamed, my body flailing uselessly against Jake's strength. He's trying to convince you to turn into... Whatever the fuck he is. Our mom died in a riverboat accident. I knew that. We both did. Shut it! Jake shouted, spit flecking across my face, and his voice so loud my head rolled back into the daze. His giant hand squeezed, and I felt my breath trapped in my chest. Don't hurt him! Eric said. His life, Jake said in a horrible, uneven, and gravelly voice, depends on what you choose. Eric! I wheezed, and Jake squeezed tighter yet extinguishing my next words. I sucked at the air, but my chest was too constricted. I was suffocating. I can't choose that, Eric screamed. I never want to feel it again. It must be voluntary, Jake growled. You must say the words. Please, Eric said. I sputtered, rasping as my adrenaline-soaked body ran through the last of the oxygen in my blood. My vision blurred, limbs twitching in the primordial panic of death. Fine, Eric shouted his voice more desperate than I've ever heard. Stop it! Fucking leave him be! Jake's grip fell away, and I dropped to the hard floor in agony, heaving for air. Good, Jake said, disregarding me. Let's go get you some medicine, Eric. It'll help you process along. Jake's footsteps thundered away from me, the cave still cloaked in absolute darkness. I choked and wheezed on the ground, reorienting myself in the moment. Eric, I thought, though my voice was hardly there. Eric! I stumbled forward, following the mighty footfalls, following my terrified brother. Don't touch my brother! Now here's what we're going to do, Jake said. You're going to put this needle in your arm, and then you're going to speak his name. You're going to welcome him home. What? Eric stuttered. I heard him struggle, but knew Jake wouldn't let him go. His name, Jake growled. Surely you remember by now, or are your memories still as fucked up as Maddie's? Chairs scraped on stone followed by what sounded like Eric being seated in one. Speak his name when I inject you. Say it. Predium. Predium? Eric, I said, slipping on the slick stone. I crashed to the floor and pain shot through my kneecap. No time. Ignore it. I pushed myself back to my feet, head still spinning. Eric! You're next, nephew, Jake roared. Wait your turn. I inched closer to them. My breath and senses returned to me. Who the fuck was Predium? Why was it so important Jake turned Eric and I? Don't you dare. Take that needle. I said hoarsely. Don't. Enough from you. Jake's weight shifted. Making the entire cabin rumble. And I felt him moving toward me. And then a shot rang out. And another. Gunshots. Light filled the cabin for two terrifying moments. As I watched the beast's mangled face. Just inches from my own. 
dropped wordlessly to the ground. I gasped, stepping forward. Wasn't sure if I'd get here in time, said a voice. Do I know them? A beam of light erupted from the entrance to the lab, illuminating the shattered tables. My horrified brother and the beast. Jake's face had stayed as mangled as I had made it, with his bones jutting out as grotesque angles. His eye sockets sat empty, just two gaping, flesh-tinged voids while his long fangs were shattered, sharp and jagged things. Vomit formed in my mouth when I swallowed it. He looked like some kind of monstrous proximity of Sasquatch. Who's there? Eric said nervously. What's the matter with you? Can't you recognize my damn voice? The light swung around, retreating from the room and framing the figure in the entrance. I blinked. Dad? 